everybody, and welcome to another episode of Book Goodies, the author and author services podcast. My name is Deborah Carney. I'm your host, and with me today, I am joined by Steph, all the way from New Zealand. Hi, Steph. How are you? Hi, Debbie. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Um, no problem. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Can you... Um, Introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about, I know you're an author and you provide services for authors, so uh, we can start out a little bit about your books and then we'll go from there. Excellent. Okay. Um, Well, my name's Steph. Um, I'm a writer, a blogger, um, and an illustrator, and I live in New Zealand. Uh, My... I've written uh, five uh, self-published e-books, which have all done reasonably well uh, just um, just selling them through my websites um, I'm the author of the Gothic Wedding Planner which is a wedding guide for uh, um, alternative brides and grooms I'm also the author of the Grim and Epic Guide to Blogging which is a how-to guide for people who want to um, increase um, business exposure on their blogs and just create blogs that are really you know really awesome okay um, so as well as um as well as working on those books, um, I've also um, I also work with mainly with small with small sort of creative businesses. So mainly authors, artists, um, sort of uh, jewelry designers. You know those kind of single person, really creative businesses, and you know they make wonderful products, but quite often they don't know how to sort of convey in marketing terms what they do and why it's amazing and why people should buy it or read it or, you know, look at it, put it on their wall. So I work on, I help them with their websites, I help them with their mailing lists, I help them with press releases, book blurbs. Um, I've even done a a bit of ghostwriting for uh, books and other authors. So those are the kind of services that I can offer a writer. And you're totally right. Creative people, um, even writers, are very creative. And but then when it comes to the marketing stuff, they're like, "No, I just want to work on the next project." <laughs> I, I don't know what that marketing thing means. I'm supposed to just be able to put it up on Amazon or put it up on my website, and people are just going to come and buy it. So exactly. And it's it's unfortunate that it's just. If only it were that easy. I know. It was that easy in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, it's a brand new age now, and, you know, it's really important for um, authors to, you know, really get out there with their books. And, you know, you can make a really good name for yourself, you know, if you're willing to put in the, the hard yards in terms of marketing your book. But I know for a lot of people it's really, it's just, it's like pulling teeth. It's horrible. Now, do you give your um, your potential clients, do you give them, like, a questionnaire where they have to fill out, like, you know, certain things so that you know how to go about promoting them or how much marketing they can do themselves? Um, I I do for some clients. It really depends on what the, pro- I mean, if it, what the project is and what they want. If Often people, quite often people come to me and, they, and they've got everything sussed, but they don't know how to do one thing, like they don't know how to write a press release. Mm-hmm. So just um, take um, a look at a few of the other things that they've written for themselves and then I can create a press release from that. And that's quite a simple assignment. But then there are the clients who want, they've written the book, 
and they don't know how to do anything else. Right. And they want to do the website, the mailing list, press releases, the, the cover copy. Um, they want me to do everything. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, I would do a lot of initial work uh, with a questionnaire and uh, going back and forth on different um, uh, different ideas and um, sort of scope and talking a lot about the target audience. And, you know, they tell me a lot and I give them some ideas. And then we kind of figure out sort of the scope of the project from there. Okay. Now, when you build a website for an author, um, for those of you know, for those writers that are out there listening that um, may not know, what types of elements are important on an author website that would differentiate them from, um, let's say, a website selling widgets? Um, well, I think I think often authors um, don't understand uh, exactly who their, their target audience is for their book. Like, they really like their book. Right. So... You know, they're kind of like, well, then my target audience is obviously people like me, right. which is kind of true, except sometimes you get a little bit confused. I see a lot of authors who write really amazing blogs, uh, which are dedicated to other writers, because they're, um, you know, they love writing, and they love their book, so they kind of assume that everyone else who loves their book also wants to know about writing, which is not often actually the case. And so I think one of the biggest things um, that's important when um, designing and um, you know, creating the copy for an author's website, uh, one of the most important things is to um, figure out the target audience and create a website that really, really, really appeals to them. Um, and then after that, it's, you know, there's kind of the basic um, functions of a website. Uh, there's your about page, your... Um, your list of previous books, um, your blog, which I think is so important these days, and mm-hmm. a mailing list. Um, and all those things have just got to really appeal to that reader who you want to grab. Um, and I think the About Us page for authors can be a lot more um, entertaining, or for artists can be a lot more entertaining than for you know someone running an, an e-store that, you know, has to maintain a, a certain professional appearance. Exactly. Um, they can be a lot of fun. Um, I mean, mine are, quite, mine are quite crazy, a little bit kooky. Um, I've done some for authors before where they, where they want them all in rhymes or um, they want a limerick at the top or, you know, something really silly um, that, that really kind of makes the readers go, oh, you know, that's a person who's really fun. I think I'll read their book because I mm-hmm. think it's really fun too. Well, and too many people treat the About Us page like, okay, you know, their book is exciting and it's quirky and it's it's all awesome. And then their About Us page is, hi, I'm so-and-so and I write books. <laughs> Exactly. And instead, it should be something, like you said, that reflects their personality and makes people want to say, yeah, I want to read that book because this person is an awesome writer because they wrote this awesome biography on their on their About Us page. And, um, of course, a blog is very important because the RSS feed can be fed into, you know, many other places, including social media. And exactly. do you have, like, a social media plan that you have for authors as well? Um, I I do a little bit with social media, but I try and I try and 
it's not my strong point. So I try okay. and stick with what I know, which is which is blogging. That's the one I know really well. Okay. Um, and mailing lists because I find the I find in terms of marketing they're probably the by far far and away the best um, sort of lead generator. Um, as opposed to social media, which I think is great for building a community, but can often be a little bit, you can often kind of miss the mark in terms of sort of sales, sort yeah. of direct kind of sales for your book. Um, but yeah, but I think um, a lot of authors kind of, with, with the About Me page, it's, you know, it's actually the second page, more often than not, second page that people click on when they click on your website. Yep. And so it's, it, 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 it has to function as kind of another sales page. It's not about you. It's actually about your reader. Yep. It's about why your reader should care about you. Exactly. So um, now back to um, social media. I was going to say something and I forgot. Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, so when you, okay, so now we've got, you know, of course your front page has to be very engaging. Your About Us page is very important. And, oh, the blog. So when the when you have people blog, do you, do you have places where you can have their RSS feeds feed into? Or are you just more make it, having them use it as a way to get readers to know more about them and their story? That's mainly how I... I use it. Um, I try to encourage people to create a blog that's kind of more about. Yeah, it focuses a lot on the on the world that they've created with their book and kind of expanding that world into the real world. So, for example, um, I did some work uh, recently with a historical uh, fiction author, um, and she um, she was a romance writer, and she worked in the Victorian era. And so I said, "Well, why don't you your blog? Why don't you write?" Um, more articles that are kind of focused on, you know, the, the interesting historical facts about the Victorian era that you picked up, and you know, unique stories about um, characters that you've, you know, real life characters that that you found in real life romances. And she also started, she kind of took those ideas and a couple of initial articles I wrote for her to kind of show her um, what I meant. And she's kind of taking those ideas and really ran with it. And she's got. Um, you know, reviews of uh, books and, uh, you know, Victorian authors and um, also other romance writers who write in the same era. And she's done some really fantastic things by interviewing her characters and also interviewing, you know, fictionalized interviews of, um, you know, old Victorian um, sort of famous people and famous fictional characters. It's a really fun blog. And ever since she started doing that, as opposed to just, blogging about her cat and, um, <laughs> you know, her, her latest book coming out. She, you know, the, the traffic to her site just exploded because people have said, well, it's really interesting. And so they've told their friends and they've told their friends and, yeah, now she's she's doing really, really well. And now she's building a platform, which exactly. is what every author needs, whether they know it or not. And even though I'm involved in Internet marketing, when someone said, I needed a platform for my books, I thought they were growing three heads. And I'm like, what? I don't need a platform. And then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I need a platform. Um, and your platform can be, you know, a WordPress site, a site built on WordPress. It can be an HTML-based website. It can be 
um, anything that's a website that you own. And one of the things I like that you said about social media is people can sometimes miss the mark there and they make their Facebook page be their platform. And that terrifies me because what if Facebook changes the way they do things, and they have actually, where yes. now they yeah. limit they limit the number of fans that get to see what you post to your page. So exactly. you may have 1,200 people that you're following, but only 40 people get to see your post. So... Yeah, and that's real worry, and that's why it's. I think it's so important to. I mean, it's important to use social media, um, but it's important to understand that it is. There actually, you don't actually have control over it. Yeah, and so you need to have you need to have your base, your platform on the site that you control. Now, you talk about that. um, One of your strong points is building the email list. How how do you go about doing that? Do you have like? do you have like a base of email lists that you can email yourself to have them come over and join the new author or do you start from scratch and just put up a a service for them to sign up for and just push out the site to get the signups no i start from scratch because every author is different Mm -hmm. and I, i do truly believe that it's people will have kind of they've got to want to sign up um because of that specific author and, mm-hmm. and every lead that's a you know every email address that's a that's a good email address is you know worth much more than having if you've got 10 you know people who are really excited about your work that's much more important than 200 people that you know a marketer has pulled off another list somewhere right so I think that's really important so I start from scratch unless they've already got an email list um, which a lot of people do these days but they're just not Using it to their best ability, to right. their best ability. So I work, I work with them to come up with a plan um, of how they might use it. Um, some people, um, some people's books do really well if they've got a kind of newsletter, which might come out monthly and has you know some really good informational articles in it, and some maybe some links to different things around the web or a fun little quiz to do or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some that works really well for some people. Um, some people work uh, better with a kind of like a more chatty kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and um, and some people will work well if they just write if they just work doing a really really good, um, really genuine, um, really honest kind of. Here's what I'm doing now. If you're interested in this book, um, you know here's a great chance to buy it on Amazon for half price or I'm over on this blog talking about my cats. Um, Maybe you want to go over and have a look. And, you know, sometimes you can do that and it can be spammy. Yeah. If you you learn how to do it well with, you know, honesty and integrity, then it can be extremely effective. Yeah, I mean, building your list, there's nothing more powerful than building your list because then you know that people are interested in what you have to say. And, you know, like you said, if you use your newsletter properly and you're not always sell, sell, selling, and you're not always off topic, if you are giving them relevant information that they um, are looking for as part of your book or your book series then they will be the ones who will be your cheerleaders when you send out your next release 
and they will be like, oh, I got to buy the book. And then they'll tell their friends, oh, look, she bought it. She, you know, so-and-so wrote another book, and it's really great. You guys have got to read it. And Exactly. And, and an email is so easy to forward, you know, mm-hmm. forward yep. on to your friends. If, you know, if you get something and, and you think it's really awesome, um, you know, you can forward it around to, to 10 or 20 people, and then all of a sudden the author might have 10 or 20 new fans. Yep. Yep, very cool. Um, all right, so now you mentioned you touched on ghostwriting a little bit. How um, I, I'm always fascinated by that. Um, do you do it for a particular genre or for memoir or for just in general? I, t- I tend to do ghostwriting for nonfiction, okay. and it tends to be for shorter. Um, Shorter things, uh, sort of shorter informational ebooks, maybe okay. 30, thirty or fifty pages, maybe sometimes even a little bit less. Um, and they they tend to be sometimes there for authors who want a book out there in that kind of style, but they don't have the time or the inclination or the understanding to write it themselves. Right. Um, some type, but, but more often they're not there for businesses who want, um, or, you know, individuals, uh, like life coaches or, um, people like that who want maybe an information product to, uh, give out for free on their email list so that people will join up or to put right. on Amazon so that they can sort of add, you know, published author right. to, their, to their bio, um, so and and sometimes they're just for. Um, so I did one recently about a kit set, um, kit set homes. So building homes have kit sets for for a company who just wanted to create an informational booklet. Um, okay. So they could hand it out to to potential customers so that they could read all about the process in depth, and feel like the company had really made this big effort to help them understand the process. So and that's been really successful. So. Yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind of thing I do. That's really cool because that's the type of thing that um, it actually goes along with your marketing. Because more often than not, the types of ebooks you're writing are something that's going to help a company with their marketing. Um, whether it's you know it's it's intended, it's it's a book and it's an informational book. But at the end of the day, at the end of the book, they hope that you'll use their service or they it's- hand it out as part of their service to give more value. Exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. And that's actually something that um, I've been trying to encourage um, not only writers, but other people in internet marketing to do is to, you know, everybody's an expert on something. And if you can't write it yourself, have a ghostwriter write it because, you know, you can get a book out there on Amazon um, as an ebook that people can download for 99 cents or, you know, for a certain amount of days for free. And that, that's getting the word out about yourself. So it's, it's exactly. another, another marketing tool. Um, let's see, there was something else in the middle there that you had talked about. I, I'm, I'm blanking. You said, uh, you do websites and ghostwriting and what else? We also do, um, blogging. Blogging, yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm pretty crazy about blogging. I love it. Um, I've been doing it about five years for my own websites Mm -hmm. and about 
three years for other people. Um, and I run four, I run four of my own blogs and maybe starting a fifth soon. And I sort of, um, either, you know, have either, either regular blogging positions or I kind of ghost blog mm-hmm. about 15 other blogs, 10 other blogs, something like that. It's quite a few. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's just, I just find it one of the, the best ways to build a kind of, to build an audience and to give you opportunities that you never thought would be, never thought, you never thought you'd have otherwise. Um, like the stuff that, that comes through my inbox, um, from my other blogs, it's just, you know, it's just crazy. And a lot of the clients I've had, you know, since starting their blogs, they've had, you know, just amazing opportunities um, come to them just because, you know, people have found them through their blogs. And a blog that's updated regularly is a blog that gets traffic. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes that's all you have to do. Um, you know, I've done my main website, um, well, my, you know, not my, not my writing website, but my other website, um, which is an alternative music and culture blog. That's okay. at stephmetal.com. Say that again. Um, that's at um, that's at stephmetal.com. Okay. And that um, gets about a thousand visitors a day. Nice. And a, and a large amount of that is not has not come from guest blogging even or um, any kind of search engine marketing beyond sort of basic you know use lots of keywords kind of thing. It's all just come from you know organic traffic, people checking back you know, keeping it updated five times a week, you know, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. yes, that's all you need sometimes. And that's an awesome service because, again, a lot of writers just want to focus on their current writing project. Um, they don't necessarily want to write on a blog. And, you know, other people too, like you said, musicians or artists or, you know, they want to be on the creative side. They don't want to be on the marketing side. They don't want to be blogging every day. Um, and your service helps to keep them relevant and keep them in the in the eye of the engines. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes I write, um, you know, sometimes an author, they love writing on their own blog. Mm-hmm. And then we get onto some guest blog, you know, you get onto some other big blogs with, with guest posts, but they don't want to, they don't think they can write something that would, that would get on. And right. I've got the contacts on on enough blogs and I've got the um, kind of like understand you know quite in depth how to produce a post that this particular blog would probably put up and stuff so that's that's another thing I do um, quite often is ghost write guest posts for especially authors funnily enough um, well but you hit the nail on the head when you said because each of those sites has a particular way they want their uh, blog posts structured and there's a certain way that they want to hear things written, and you know those, so you can write on behalf of your author or your artist or you know whoever, and you can write it better than they would have been able to. Exactly, and because guest posting is really one of the best ways to gain more traffic to your blog, it's you know it's quite important to to sort of get out there a bit, and. A lot of authors, they, they, you know, they try a couple of times on, on the bigger sites and, you know, they get rejected and it's a bit, you know, you've already been rejected a hundred times for your book. It's a bit depressing. Being <laughs> <laughs> rejected for it. So, yeah, so they might want to, you know, 
get something that, that, that you know that's much more likely to have success. They're at the end of the rejection line. They can't tolerate one more. Exactly. <laughs> that's uh, that's really cool. Well, Steph, it's been a wonderful it's been wonderful talking to you. If you were if you were to give an author um, a piece of advice about you know getting started, what what would that be? Get, getting started as an author or getting started in marketing? Either one. Um, well, I guess, I mean, for an author, the, you know, the first and only thing that you should do is write what you love. Mm-hmm. You write, write the book that's calling to you, not, not ever the book that you think is going to sell a whole, you know, make you a million year or, you know, you, you've got to write what you really, really love because that's the only thing, you know, it might not make you a bunch of money. But that's the only thing that will ever make you successful is writing something that, that comes from the heart, that's written with integrity, that's written because, you know, you you want to write it um, because it's, yeah, because it's begging to be written. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, because writing is such a, you know, it's, it's such a game. You, you never know what's going to happen. Um, so you might as well write the stuff that you're really passionate about because otherwise what's the point (laughs) you'll get bored and your readers will know it and the book won't succeed so (laughs) you might as well instead of writing what's hot right now just because you think you should write the story that wants to be told and tell it the way it wants to be told exactly And and then when you finished it think about Think about all the people in the world that might benefit from it and then try and aim your marketing towards them. Don't worry about the other people because not everyone in the whole world is going to like your book. Um, In fact, a lot of people are probably going to be very vocal about how much they don't like it. (laughs) That's one thing the the internet has allowed people to do. All the naysayers and pessimists get to express very loudly their views. Exactly. And it's really hard to ignore them sometimes, but that's just what you've got to do because they're not your target, you know, they're not your target audience. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, there's no, there's no point worrying about what they think because they're never going to agree with you. Right. So you just got to think about the people who would love this book and try and find them. Well, and that's, I, I, that's pretty much the essence of marketing. That's that's perfect. You you just described it perfectly. So um, I want to thank you for your time, and I also want you to tell me again where people can find you on the internet. Okay. Well, you can find my my copywriting and illustration website at Grim and Epic. That's G R Y M M A N D E P I C dot com. Okay. Um, and I'm also on Twitter. Um, at Steph Metal. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's and, probably the, t- the two and, best places to find me. Okay, cool. And for those of you who are listening that um, are listening on iTunes, you can go over to bookgoodies.com and you can do a search for Steph and you will be able to find her podcast and her links over there. And you can leave us notes on what you um, enjoyed about the podcast or 
what it made you think about or if there's something you'd like to hear Steph talk on in the future if you have a question for her that you'd like her to answer. And um, if you go to the top of the page at bookgoodies.com, there's a contact form where you can also um, fill out a form and say, hey, I've got uh, a topic I would like you to cover. Or you can say, I'm, you know, I'm an author or a service and I'd like to be on your podcast to talk about my, you know, your own stuff. And uh, we want to thank geekcast.fm. That is geek, like in computer geek, and cast, like in podcast, geekcast.fm for hosting all of our podcasts. And um, again, Steph, it's been great talking to you. I appreciate, I don't know what time it is over where you are, but... <laughs> it's, it's just past lunchtime. Oh, okay. So it's during your day. So that's not too bad. Um, but we do appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us. And uh, for all of our listeners, I want to say thank you for listening. And I want to say get out there and get writing and have a great day.